Welcome to the Yo World Podcast. I'm Jacob. And I'm Gary. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> and I'm, this is the anniversary podcast. It is. Happy anniversary, honey. <laughs> Slightly uncomfortable. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a year. A whole year. A whole year of joy and fun. It doesn't even feel that long. It really doesn't. It feels, no, it like, feels I, like about two and a half months. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, maybe maybe three. Yep. But yeah. We've had some days that felt like years. <laughs> But we've had a year that felt like a day. Yeah, it really feels like, you know, we just took it over just yesterday. It really does. Yeah. I can't actually, you've made me a little sad at how quickly a year can go by. Yeah. And happy, too. Yeah. Because it means that 10 years will go by that quickly. And then you'll be old. I'm already old. (laughs) Then you'll be older. If I make it 10 years, we've done a good job. Wow. Somber. Okay. Yeah. So what do we got lined up for this podcast, Jacob? Oh, I get to read the list? Go for it. It's usually your job. Um. So this week, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, features, Yep. both new and recently new. I was, I was going to say old, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, we're also going to do a discussion of art. We're going to talk about stuff that we've got coming up for the anniversary, and then we're going to go over some player questions, uh, and then we'll have a closing question for you as we do every week. That sounds pretty darn good. It, it sounds like the best. <laughs> so this is uh, episode 16. 16. And then, wow, these are flying by as well. Would you believe we've done 16 of these? I like I can. I can believe we've done like three good ones. Uh no, I'd say we've done at least five good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um last week's was a little wacky. Yeah, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna apologize for last week. We got a little crazy last week. So People seem to enjoy the wackiness, but I think that there's like there's a fine line. There between is a fine like line. Wacky and too wacky. I somewhat I somewhat felt like we should have had a little bit more information to balance out the wackiness, which may yeah. have been lacking. So yeah. this week, we're going to try and go a little bit more into the information, be a little bit more serious, but still There's going to be less food experimentation on this, on this podcast. That is absolutely true as well. We haven't made any food this week. I will be cooking again next week. Uh, I'm a little unwell this week, so I didn't want to risk anything, particularly sharing food, which could full of my germs <laughs> that's that's a solid call you're okay. very so, considerate uh, man how about you start us off on features there gary and i will drink this delightful starbucks double shot brought to you by starbucks a proud partner in whatever <laughs> you're not getting that sponsorship money but that was a valiant effort it's gonna happen eventually there's there's just no way yeah but you know what i will go over the feature discussion just because you asked nicely thank you not a problem um, so one of the first things uh, we're going to talk about real quickly is we know that there's still the weird issue with item glows on, uh, you know, interactive clickable items. Uh, we is. actually have a developer dedicated to resolving that right now. Um, it's a really, really weird issue. It's intermittent. It comes up occasionally. It kind of spreads like a plague for some reason, and then it goes away. Um, it's on some items and not others. It's really, really bizarre. Um, we believe that it's mostly related to, to old legacy problems yep. uh, that we've stumbled across. So we recognize that it, it's terrible, it looks bad, and we want to fix it for you. So that's something we are doing. Yes. Um, current state on that is that we have managed to make it happen intentionally. Yes. And that is a very, very big first step. <laughs> Absolutely. With intermittent issues, making it happen consistently is actually one of the biggest steps. Yep. So The unfortunate good. thing is that sometimes these things can happen multiple ways. So we'll fix the way that we know. Uh, and then we'll continue testing. Yeah. But no worries. We are on it, and we will get it fixed, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up on a podcast. Thumbs up on the podcast. Uh, so another thing we're going to talk about is the free gifts that we launched last week. I believe it was last Thursday. 
Um, so players have had a couple days now to get used to it. It was a very interesting launch. It didn't go as smoothly as we wanted. We had to take the game down two or three times just because uh, they actually the surge of demand for the gifts actually caused us some server issues. Yeah, which is... Uh Good and bad. It's a nice problem it's to a, have. It's a nice problem to have. Players clearly responded to that and, and took the, the feature on board. But, um, you know, we had to make sure that it was not going to take the game offline when we weren't around to fix it. So that we had to take it down again and make it a little bit more efficient. Um, but that was pretty cool. Um, we've posted on the forums now a couple times, just a little bit more in-depth about how the feature worked. Yep. We didn't want to launch this new feature with so many different things to it and kind of bombard people with more information than they would need and make them more confused. But obviously the feature is somewhat complex in, in some regards, especially yes. with regard to understanding the payouts. Um, so we have posted on the forums if you want to check out kind of how, that's, how that works and why we did it that way. Um, another thing to mention about the free gifts is that uh, it is not a final implementation. It is version one of free gifts. We will be updating it later to have more functionality and other cool things about it. Yep. And we will also be reviewing how players are using it right now just to see if they're kind of using it how we expected them to and if we need to change the payouts any or you know tweak any kind of values anywhere along the line. So we'll be doing that later in the week as well. Yep. Um, also, there was a one bug that we're looking at too where uh, in Internet Explorer... Uh, it becomes problematic to try and use the accept all button on the on the inbox screen. Uh, so we're looking into that too. Oh, that Internet Explorer. Yeah, if you're using Internet Explorer, um, you will probably find you'll have a much better web experience overall if you switch to Google Chrome. Yeah, or Firefox. Uh, or Firefox. Uh, Chrome is usually the default recommendation because Firefox has got a little sluggish lately. But um, uh, either, yeah. either one is a much better solution than Internet Explorer. I would say in general. <clears throat> general pro-Internet tip, kids. Uh, <laughs> most developers... Developing Chrome. Yes. That has been my experience. And one of the reasons is that Chrome has the best developer tool suite because mm-hmm. uh, Google is really, really clever. And they figured, hey, if we make it really easy to develop in our browser, everyone will develop for our browser. And yes. our browser will become the default. We yep. did it. Um, and, and I think has, they've done that. Yeah, it's actually been pretty effective. Yep. Um, so generally, your order is going to be uh, Chrome. Mm-hmm. And then Firefox. Yes. And then, I don't know, Opera. <laughs> like yeah. Safari. I mean, you can Internet use... Internet Explorer is kind of the bottom of the You game. can use Maxthon or whatever crazy browser you want, but generally you're going to want to stay away from Internet Explorer. It's yeah. kind of lagging you're a behind the times. Man yourself. Uh, I switched over to Chrome quite recently, actually, yeah. just because I found that it was a little bit slower uh, in Firefox, and I was having some problems with it. So yeah. I'm a Chrome man now, too. Um, Welcome to the future. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Um, (laughs) So we're going to talk a little bit now about the anniversary feature we've been working on. Now, we're recording this a day before uh, the anniversary actually comes around. So we received the game from Zynga on May 12th. We shut down the server. They shut down the servers. We worked on getting it online and we're back up on the 13th. So the 13th is tomorrow, but that is when this podcast will actually go out and people yes. will be able to listen to it. So we're going to talk about the feature now. We're like time travelers. We're like time travelers. You, It's not actually in the game right now, but it will be by the time you're listening to this. So the anniversary feature is actually pretty cool. Uh, something that uh, players hadn't asked for, but I'm pretty hopeful that players will find it interesting and, and fun and exciting and it's something that we'll be able to do uh for various occasions in the future yeah which is the double awesome part double awesome part right so what's going to happen is uh we're actually going to spawn items throughout the game so mm-hmm. they're going to be these these uh anniversary party crackers and they're going to spawn at a certain time throughout the day uh, multiple times a day um you'll be able to pick up a certain amount of them um so you'll be able to click on say two or three of them uh, mm-hmm. we haven't quite decided yet but you'll be able to click on these crackers they'll get added to your inventory uh, they'll spawn across the world for everyone so they're they're actually a limited number of them available so you have to kind of run across the world and try and find them yep and then when you open them up you'll get uh, a coin chest which has a random amount of coins in it between 500 and 25,000 
Uh, obviously, the twenty-five thousand is a lot more rare. The five hundred is more common, but it's definitely possible. Money, money, money. Exactly. Um, and there will also be uh, a party hat. Yep. Uh, to celebrate the anniversary as well. And which par- also has varying rarity. Also has varying rarity. There will be sixteen colors available. Available. Um, some are c- common, some are uncommon, some are rare, and some are super rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be kind of a challenge to see if players can collect them all, and they'll be able to trade with other players and so on and so forth. And we expect that as time goes on, they kind of become more and more rare and more and more valuable. Yep. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how that shakes out as well. So you'll see these party crackers running around uh, all over the ground, and you'll have to try and pick them up as fast as you can before someone else does. But we'll be spawning them at random times throughout the next few days. Yes. Um, so everyone will have a chance to get some. But how many you get depends on how active you are and how quick you are off the draw. And if anyone doesn't know what a party cracker is, they're kind of those like things you get at Christmas. Uh, my family does them at Thanksgiving as well. Yep. Everybody sort of crosses arms, and then you pull them, and they yep. make a popping sound. Yes. And then... Paper hat that will never fit your head comes out. <laughs> the, yeah, the paper hat is a tight fit for sure. Most people. Yep. Um, sometimes you actually get a, like a little joke inside. Yes, uh, and they're always terrible. Oh, they're always like a Jacob I, level that's, joke. That's actually what I do. Is that the source of all of your jokes? That's, party crackers? No, no. I actually moonlight as a party cracker joke writer. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You would be really good at that. I actually should probably do that. <laughs> and sometimes you get a tiny little trinket, like a keychain or something like that in there as well. And whoever gets the big part of the cracker gets to keep what's inside. Um, so you oh, open- is that how you do it? Yeah, that's how it's supposed to work. Uh. Um, and then and then the idea is that you're opening several crackers with many different people. So mm-hmm. even though you might not get the prize out of all of them, you'll get a prize out of some of them. And that's kind of how this feature is going to work. You're not yep. going to be able to pick up all the crackers, but you should get a few throughout the feature. You understand run. party crackers better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I am the party cracker expert. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's how it works. So I think that'll be very interesting to see how that works out. And I, hopefully players will find it as fun as we intend it to be. Um, so I'm very interested to see how that works. They're a fun family tradition. I'll tell you that much. They absolutely are. The only problem I have with them is that my parents always enforced wearing the hat. um like to the point of being overbearing yeah like they'd be like you eat when you wear the hat (laughs) you don't want you want to wear the hat you're never eating again but the hat never fit my head because my head is gigantic yes and they'd be like don't you tear your hat on purpose and i'm like mom (laughs) sad childhood memories but jacob (laughs) Yes, yeah. don't worry. Uh, Welcome to Jacob's Therapy Sessions. I promise that the party hats in your world will fit everyone's head. Yes. Um, they might look a little wonky depending on what you're wearing, but they will fit, and you can wear them. They're really fun. And I think they're, they're really fun. Yeah, so I think I, I, I'm pretty excited about I this. I can't wait to wear mine. <laughs> um, okay, so another thing we're going to talk about, which uh, has been something that has been discussed by players for a little while now, um, a little while, probably a long while, um, and it's something we recently kind of came across the abilities to do now with a new addition to the dev team. Uh, we're going to fix the profanity filter um, to make it a little bit more consistent um, and try and not make it, uh, you know, blur out words that really shouldn't be yadded. But we're also going to make it so that uh, when you're in uh, a private area, a, aka you're not outside of Alton Towers, mm-hmm. you'll be able to toggle the profanity filter off uh, in your settings. So that means that you will be able to speak freely uh, in your home or in an event or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then you won't have any problems whatsoever. If you want to be with your friends and do that, you're more than welcome to. But you will be expected to you know, conform to the profanity filter when yeah. you are in a, in a public area. And if you turn your profanity filter off, expect that if you report somebody for bad language, we're probably not going to pay attention <laughs> to that. Yes. Uh, bad language, yeah, is going to be something kind of interesting now. Uh, yeah. With preventing going off, and we're gonna have to review how we do that. But yeah, but um, it's the caveat. Basically, is if you have if you've turned your filter off, 
You're yeah. accepting the world as it is. Yes, exactly. You can't report people for saying bad words if you want to see bad words. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to keep it family friendly, you keep the filter on. Yeah. Or if you want to keep it family friendly, you stay in places where it has to be family friendly, right? Yep. Nothing wrong and with we that. And we want to we want to allow people to experience the game however they want to experience it, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't feel the need to to censor people necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that, you know, people coming in and playing the game for the first time aren't going to yeah, be Yeah, we're going to we're, we're going to default the filter to on. Yeah. And then it's something that you choose to turn off. Turn off. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think as long as people can use it responsibly, it'd be something we can maintain for going yep. forward. Much like riding a bicycle without a helmet, you assume the risks. Absolutely. Okay, uh, so another thing. What's that? Sorry, not a great analogy. No, I think it's perfectly fair. You know what? Like, I ride a motorcycle, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I wear, like, every single piece of gear imaginable, and I'm, like, super tank safe. And sometimes, you know, maybe I won't wear, like, the the padded jeans. And sometimes maybe I will, you know, not wear the jacket when I'm going to the variety store or something like that. You're accepting the risk. And that's a risk that I accept. And then there are some places in the States that you're allowed to even not wear a helmet. And there's, like, a lot of people saying, you know, you can't restrict my usage of a helmet. Like, I don't want to wear a helmet, and I I should be able to choose. And you know what? You can choose. But But when people get into accidents with a helmet, you know, you've got a much chance, a higher chance of dying. (laughs) So, you know, as long as you're cognizant of that risk and you're willing to accept it, um, then yeah, by all means. And you have the insurance coverage, you know, you've paid for your insurance, you're not making someone else pay for your mistakes. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that inherently. Um, That's the freedom of human expression, right? Yeah. So... But I, I, deep I would, real I, quick. I would always wear a helmet, uh, no matter what, because yes. you know the, the noggin is quite important. Um, and if you fall off a motorcycle, sometimes if you have to go to the I, ER, I am a huge proponent of helmets. I absolutely agree, and I always wear them on my, on my bicycle too. Like some people don't wear them on bicycles, but I always do. I was uh, I was hit by a car as a kid, uh, um, and I hit the ground, and my helmet split. Yeah, and that could have been your head. Yes, and I was fine. <laughs> I walked away like I had a bit of a limp. Yep. For a week because my leg got a little bit hurt. Yep. But I walked away, had to buy a new helmet for 30 bucks. But that was it. Yeah. And I mean, it takes a surprisingly little amount of force or, you know, uh, accident to really hurt someone's head in yep. that way. Like you can, your body can be fine, but your brain can be irreparably damaged. You can go in a coma or whatever else. You yeah. have strokes, all kinds of bad stuff. So I guess yeah. the message. Here at the Your World Office, we I'll, are proponents of helmet safety. Always wear your helmet. Um, yeah. But, you know, sometimes I would ride without a jacket or something like that. And, you know, if you go to the ER, if you fall off your bike when you're not wearing all the padding and stuff, they will, like, scrub the gravel out of you with a wire brush. Oh, God, I know. So you have to accept that, right? And yeah. so it's the same thing with toggling profanity. You know, if you're going to toggle it off, be prepared to see things. <laughs> yeah. Get people, the wire brush. <laughs> people might not be saying nice things, and that's something you accept. Yep. Um, okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about real quick, I touched on it last time, but just going to reiterate that we're still working on it, is updating the trading and the gifting so we're updating trade to accept more than six items so i think you'll be able to trade up to 12 items now which should hopefully accommodate people's larger trades yep and we're also going to update the gifting window to look a lot more like the trading window um, where players can send multiple gifts at a time it's going to load a lot faster it's going to have the categorization which is going to make finding items easier yep uh, and it's just you know overall going to be a better more consistent experience so i think players yeah, our first pass that. on it uh, has really exposed uh, other areas that we can improve upon which yes. is great like it's it's actually really nice when those details sort of emerge because we're like perfect okay now we know what to improve here right so 100 i mean there's so much stuff in this game you know that we really could be improved and we're aware of like a lot of it yeah <laughs> and there's so much of it we do want to improve one day at a time yeah and i mean that actually leads me into the next topic for discussion it's something we're working on which is kind of a more of a long term it's, it's going to take a little while but we're looking to update the main ui in the game the main mm-hmm. user interface the bars at the bottom you know the way the chat pops out the way the buddy list opens up you know all those kinds of things we're looking to really revamp that 
Modernize it a little make bit. Make it look a little bit modern, make it a little bit sleeker, easier to use, less complicated, you know, and just better for people in general, more usable. Yep. Um, so that's that's actually a really big focus for us. Uh, and in that, we're going to be, you know, adding new smileys. You're going to be able to have colored chat bubbles. Yep. You're going to be able to private message people easily on your friends list and within As rooms. of right now, the chat window is expanded as well so that you can see more of the back scroll. Exactly. So it's going to be just a much better experience. But it's one of those things that, you know, you're kind of changing a little bit of the DNA of the game with doing that. So we really have to make sure that it's not going to, you know, take away something for people. So we're going to test it extensively with existing players just to make sure that it's, you know, it's something they understand and enjoy. We'll go back and forth on it. Yeah, and we're going to have to iterate a lot on it. But I really do think that it's going to make the game feel a lot better. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. going to be a lot easier to use and just some much needed chatting features. Chatting is my favorite part of the game. Like yeah. Talking to players is by far my favorite part of the I game. I mean, and one of the biggest things for me is that I found that without the zooming in function that we added, I couldn't chat effectively because all the white bubbles blend in together. The chat history button was so, like the chat history area was so small yep. that I just found it like a pain to chat. And yep. like chatting is the main part of this game. It really is. Yep. You know, there's obviously a lot of stuff to do and decorators but, might disagree with that, but it really is the main component of the I game. I would definitely argue like, those other things are in service of chat yeah you know what i mean like i put together a costume you know why i put together a costume i'm not gonna lie to you it's so that people will tell me how great i look sure right and that happens in chat or you know i do i work really hard i I mean some players have been to my apartment they've seen the upgrades over time sure Um, i am now officially a black space decorator which means (laughs) that i have made it to the next level of decorating next level stuff um but people come to my apartment and, you know, we chat about the layout and how'd you do this? How'd you do that? And it's like it all serves chat, right? Yep, it really um, does. And a lot of it's like it's prestige driven. It's like, look, man, I put together a really awesome thing that I'm really, really proud of. Like I'm proud of the hard work that I put into it. Sure. So let's talk about that thing, right? Yeah. And I mean, and I anticipate that some room deckers will say, well, I don't really don't chat at all. I have no one on my buddy list. But the same people will be also be asking for room ratings. And room yep. ratings really is a function that is similar to chat. It's it's getting yep. validation and it's it's communicating with people yeah. on some it's, level. It's my absolute favorite thing. Absolutely. So we really want to make that much better. And so that is an active focus. And yep. we hope to be bringing you some news about that in the near future. Um, another thing to talk about is that we were fixing the outfit contest. So yep. the second results uh, have come through, which has exposed a couple of bugs about how we we're doing things. Uh, the wrong outfits are being shown. Some things were not showing up quite properly, these mm-hmm. kind of things. So um, Stuff that kind of wouldn't have exposed itself until it had been out in the wild. For yeah, a little bit. exactly. Things that we couldn't really have anticipated. So we took the time to fix those up, and those are waiting to go out once they pass quality assurance. Um, so the next outfit contest should be good to go. Yep. Um, and it hasn't, there was no problems in terms of like calculating votes or anything like that. There was nothing problems with the results. It's just kind of how the results were being displayed and a certain display issues like that. Mm-hmm. So nothing too major, but some things we wanted to tweak and tidy up a little bit. Um, and the last thing was that uh, we recently had a problem with the picture frames and yes. that the window was appearing off screen for some reason. So we're fixing that up. Yep. So that picture frames will be coming back very shortly, if not by the time you've already heard this. Mm-hmm. So. So art discussion, Jacob. Wow. We're doing a lot on the feature front. We, yeah, we are. It's we incredible, all, actually. We, we always are, but it's like sometimes you don't want to just want to keep saying like, we're working on yourworld.com, we're working on yourworld.com. Like it gets a little repetitive. So yeah. I don't, true. and then people start to get like, you've been saying that for months. Yep. What the heck's going on? So. Yep. But this this time we actually are doing a, a large variety of things. Yes. So. It's really, really good. Really exciting stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, on the contest winner side. Um, we are currently working on the costumes for mm-hmm. the contest winners. Yes. Um, I will tell you that some of the costumes are 
really complex. Yes. Um, like we've got some that have 20 pieces. Cheapers. Um, because people don't necessarily think about it. And there's nothing wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Don't. This is not a criticism. The stuff that you guys put together is really, really great. But it's like there's a watch. There's a tattoo. There's a shirt. There's a hat. There's glasses. There's pants. There's shoes. There's socks. There's, like, there's yeah. all these pieces that go together to make the complete look. Uh, so it takes a little bit of time. Uh, we're putting them all together right now. Once they're all put together, uh, they're going to go to the contest winners first. Um, as promised in the contest, the contest winners will have them at least one week before they're actually released. Cool. Um, and that's where we are on that. Uh, for anniversary stuff, we've got some really, really exciting stuff coming up for the anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you now, because you should have it tomorrow anyways, we have completed our first interactive object. Woo! It exists. And what is it? It is a dance floor that you can jump up on and dance. Nice. With a new dance animation for your yo. Cool. Yeah. It's, I'm... You guys can't see the smile on my face, but I'm so happy that um, now I will tell you interactive objects take a fair amount of time. Yes. Um, so they are still not going to be a major focus. Yes. Uh, we will continue to work on, see if we can find ways to make them faster. Yes. Um, one of our artists, I'm going to, I'm actually going to shout Rick out. Rick figured it out all by himself. Yep. Um, go Rick. I mm-hmm. mean, amazing, amazing job. He is I, a driven man. Yeah. Uh, he was he decided that it was something that he personally wanted to solve, and he did it, mm-hmm. and I'm really happy. Um, so we're going to look into those, depending on time. We may do some more. Uh, so we did get the feedback from you guys from last week mm-hmm. uh, on the podcast. The question that we asked last week is, if you could have one anniversary item, what would it be? Yes. Uh, and we have gone through that list, and some of those things will be showing up Ooh. Uh, during the anniversary. So mysterious. Yes. So look forward to that. There's a lot of really cool anniversary stuff coming. Um that we're pretty excited about. And the anniversary stuff will be coming out for how long? Uh, roughly a week. Yeah. A uh, week's worth we've, of we've got just about a week's worth of stuff. Yeah. And they'll all be limited edition, so they won't be in the store for long. Yes. So it really is like if you were here for the anniversary, you know, you're going to have all this cool stuff. There's going to be a lot have. of prestige stuff where it's like, I was there. Yeah. I, I was there when I it was happened. there, man. You didn't see it, man. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like the moon landing. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and uh, we're also working on some new themes. Um, so as I mentioned right now, the big thing that we're working on is costumes, uh, but the decorators are going to be working on the new theme stuff as well. Cool. And I'll probably have an update for you guys on that next week, uh, as soon as I've actually worked out all of the details. Um, one of the things that we're doing right now is we're being more consistent with themes. Uh, we've already seen some of the feedback. You guys have noticed the stuff that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that feedback. Please continue to give us the feedback because yes. it helps our team improve. Yep. Uh, but one of the things that we're actually doing right now is we're breaking down themes in complete pieces and making sure that individual artists have entire rooms, and that's going to help a lot with the consistency. Yes. Um, it's not some, It's something that we had done before, but we kind of moved away from it, and we're moving back to uh, because it seems to really help. Uh, so we'll continue with that. Um, we are also in the process of bringing some more artists on board. Yes. So busy, busy time on the art side. We are always busy. Yep. Um, so anniversary stuff. Yes. Um, I'll touch on this if you don't mind. Sure, go ahead. Uh, so I talked to Jessica, uh, talked to her this morning. There will be an official Viking party tomorrow Ooh. at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Cool. Uh, this is going to be the official one-year anniversary Viking party. Yep. Uh, and Jess and I are going to be working on a room layout today, mm-hmm. uh, which will be in the new BVG office house, which has been released today, so tomorrow, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, that's the way you could have said that. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. It's not the best way. But it is a way. But it is a way. Yes. Uh, so there will also be a party. For those who can't make it on Wednesday, there's going to be a party on 4.30. Yep. On Friday. 
uh, 4.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and that will, they'll both run until at least 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the party tomorrow, I'd like to see run a little bit longer, but it depends on Jess's availability and my availability, but we'll sure. make sure that we're interacting with players cool. uh, as best as possible. Um, and new party crackers we already talked about, so yeah. we can uh, move on. One note to add to that, uh, the party crackers, is that uh, they're only going to spawn in public zones. So yep. places like Alton Towers, Vinny's Diner, inside and outside, yep. places like that. Get out in the world, look they're around. Not, they're not going to spawn in your house, and they're not going to spawn in events. Yep. So if you want to find some, uh, check out all the different instances of Vinny's Diner. Check out all the different instances of Alton Towers. Try to go to places other people wouldn't have been because maybe they haven't found them all yet. Yep. Um, there'll only be a limited number that respond every time we do it, and we'll be doing it multiple times a day. So it's kind of you know, can you find them all before you know someone else does? And then you know, what, what, where will you be when the next one comes around? Okay, so we're going into player questions now. The favorite, the player favorite portion of the podcast. Mine too. Okay, you want to start off with the first question here? Sure. Uh, it's only because it's Kagavyoalishade uh, CIA. <laughs> you butchered that. Yep, I did. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say that this guy's name is Kagavyoalishade CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, and his question is, what is the best way for me to let you know that I have a lot of support for a theme that I'd like to see yes. put together? Uh, and that is the simplified version of a longer post. Um, the best way you can really do that is to drum up support on the forums. Um, if there's a lot of people who are interested in the theme, we will obviously take that feedback into consideration. Yes. But what I will say is that we are very, very aware of the number of people who use the forums on a regular basis compared to the number of people who play the game. Yes. Um, and we're also very aware of the concept of brigading. So, for example, if you have a Facebook group you belong to and you're like, everyone come here and voice your support even if you don't like it or not. I don't care. I just want this theme made. Yep. Uh, we will see that and we will understand that. Yeah, we know that's the thing. Uh, you know, if people start showing up with one post, you know, or a bunch of people that don't usually post or a bunch of people that, you know, don't really hang out together. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yep. you know, it just, we can and see we the effects of that. Obviously, there's some balance to be struck there's, there. There's balance. But, you, know, like, you, yeah. you can't you can't force it. And, you know, we, we take everything with a grain of salt and we make sure that we yep. evaluate it on multiple levels. Absolutely. So a forum thread is not going to be the way a theme gets made but it certainly doesn't but it's certainly a good start and it's certainly a way to indicate a level of interest yeah Uh, just to give you guys an idea of how the decision is made in terms of numbers there's roughly 500 active users on the forums daily yes like roughly um and there are in excess of 50,000 people who play the game now 60,000 60,000 yeah in excess of 50 (laughs) (laughs) technically correct yes the Uh, best kind of correct yes uh so what that means is that you're talking about 1% or less of the overall population that are actively voicing their opinion. Mm-hmm. And while those opinions are very, very valid, we have to take into consideration the silent majority as well. Yes. Uh, and that's why we use things like, you know, data that we gather from the game to make decisions. Um, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, the idea that we have probably a more complete picture of the game uh, than anyone else does. Yep. Uh, and not probably, definitely, the information is just there. Uh, so take that into consideration. Yeah. And there's a really interesting analogy that can be made that I'm just going to jump right into. Um, yeah. I belong to a variety of online communities myself. Um, and one of them has a, a very active car community. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they're a very particular group of people. They really love performance sports cars. They love rear-wheel drive. They love manual transmission. They love lightweight, yep. uh, you know, big windows, you know, all, stuff from the 80s. They love all that kind of stuff, right? And they don't like big, new, mass-produced, boring, bland, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, a to B type transportation, right? Yes. So they're always very vocal about the fact that, oh, if this company would just make this car, I would, I would buy one. I would buy one so good, yeah. you know, and it always turns out that, you know, you know what, like I'm sure you would, 
but you don't represent a big enough, uh, you know, yes. part of the majority of people to really, you know, take yes, into the cost of manufacture is too high for it, the three guys on that forum to make right. A car, and, right, and it really is it's that kind of niche audience, right? There, yep. there may be an audience that really wants a lightweight rear wheel drive coupe, you know, that looks like this. But you know, on average, people are buying Toyota Camrys, right? Yep. And so Toyota is going to make Toyota Camrys, yes, um, you know, and they're going to make some cool other stuff too. They made the new Toyota FRS and all these kind of cool yep. lower volume cars, but they're still going to have to have at least some acceptable level of volume to worry about creating in the first place. It's because they still have staff with families to feed. Correct, exactly. I mean, you know, I would love to create anything a player wanted to create, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't like off-brand craft dinner. I like the, you know, the the name brand stuff. And that's one of the reasons that we talk about the the future player-generated content stuff, right? I mean, it would be irresponsible of us to just do things on a whim like that without doing any kind of research and feeling any kind of uh, larger support because yeah. it would jeopardize the future of your world. On the anniversary, no, I mean, that's a very, very important point on the on the topic of the anniversary too, yes. right? Um, we are presently and will always be very aware of the fact that the game was in, for lack of better terminology, dire straits a year ago. Yes. Uh, the game was very, very close to being shut down and part of that was a result of improper decision making sure right um so we are always aware and always thinking of the long time good of the game um and making sure that the game is around for years to come and that it you know it still makes players happy and players get to continue to have their social interactions and their parties and their fun and that they get to be part of this great amazing community of people that exists while making it a viable business prospect. Right? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's such a fine balance, you know, and it really, we really don't want to make sure that everyone who plays the game gets to have cool items that they're really excited for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you have to compromise a little bit. Yeah. Right. Um, Not everything works as well as you think it would. <clears throat> that's true as well. I can attest to that. I, we can all, we can attest to that here. I mean, we've made themes we thought would be really good, and you know, people said they would like it, and then you know, they fall flat. They, yeah. It falls flat, and it just happens all the time, right? Yep. And they'll also be actively against themes that happen to do very well. So it's such a hard thing to know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to jump on and do the next three questions from Edward because we have three questions from Edward this week. Uh, so he says, "Who's in charge of hitting the button to release new items, and are they also the person that decides it's time to do so?" Uh, so. How we release items and why and when is kind of a team decision, uh, yep. but we do have one person in charge of releasing content, John. Um, you'll see him posting on the forums from time to time, uh, and he's the one that kind of hits the button, makes it all happen, and verifies it all went he well. He is the magic man. He is the magic man. Um, and is Jess given a heads up that new items are ready, or is she just as surprised as we are? Well, she generally writes the release thread uh, to let people mm-hmm. know about these items, so she is given some notice. She um, also sits directly beside me. Yes. Um, so she knows... A lot more now. Right. And I mean, for Jess is our community manager, so it's very important that she understands what's going on behind the scenes and in in the game itself. So we try to keep her looped in as much as possible. Uh, We're not always great at it, but we do try to keep her abreast of the ongoings. Yep. Um, And the last question from Edward is, can we start getting some sneak peeks of upcoming items like we used to? Um, So the thing about that is to have a sneak peek, you really have to have a very large backlog of items, which we don't have because, you know, the demands of the players are quite large and we only have a small team. So we're not really sitting on a treasure trove of content we haven't released yet. Yeah. Also, we try not to release. We try not to make content so slowly that we can dedicate the time to do a sneak peek. Yes. Uh, because you know we try to turn around content as quickly as possible. Yep. Uh, to ensure that it gets out there and people can enjoy it, and it's not just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. As of right now, we basically have the correct size team for art to make stuff for every day. Yes. But we we still struggle with getting ahead. 
<laughs> right. And, and, and we're actively hiring more yeah, artists and, to address that. That's exactly. I mentioned that earlier. We are actively working on getting more people, but getting sure. talented people, challenging. <laughs> uh, like we already have lots of talented people. So, yeah. you know, the world's got a small pool, I guess. That is absolutely true. Yep. And, you know, and it's it's one of those things, right? It's hard to attract good talent. Yeah. And you can't just hire just anyone. No. Um, you know, and we got to make sure they're going to be right for for Big Viking and yeah. right for your world. And yep. they and we and they've got to make sure that we're right for them. Yeah. So that's very it is a it is definitely a new world in terms of hiring people because people are more concerned about culture fit not just as employers but as employees, right? Like is a person going to fit in here and, you know, people who are interviewing for jobs are like, "Am I going to fit? Like is this going to work for me?" Yeah. Um it's interesting, and a lot, um, a lot of the times, people that actually work here are moving to work here. Not sometimes, not even just two a, hours. Sometimes, plane journeys, right? And oh so, yeah, and you're bringing your family with yeah, you. Yeah, you're t- you're talking like it's it's a risky proposition, absolutely. Right? Where you're like, yeah, I'm going to move to a completely different country and hope that this job works out. And that's why we try really hard to make sure that everyone's fit. Uh, here's a question from Mrs. What is the worst food you've ever eaten? Uh, <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I'm going to go with the drink here, actually. The worst drink slash food, because it actually kind of qualified as both, was mm. a fermented milk soda. Why would you ever order that? Uh, I saw it in a uh, Middle Eastern grocery store. <laughs> uh, there was a place next to my old apartment that sold just the best baklava I've ever had. Okay. Um, but they had this fermented milk soda. And I'm pretty sure that it's like a trick joke drink that nobody ever buys. <laughs> but they're like, we put it in the cooler for curious people who are like, well, somebody must like this. Yeah. It was, it tasted how it sounds. <laughs> it tasted like fermented milk. Yeah. And the worst thing I've ever eaten is probably uh, sour milk from a bag. Yeah. So. You ate it? It was chunky. Like cottage cheese? <laughs> oh, my word. That's horrible. A player just threw up. My, uh We may have to cut that out. <laughs> Okay, uh, Country Date eighty nine says, "Well, when will Jacob ever accept my pun off challenge?" Uh, never, because you don't want none of this. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I am constantly holding back because my puns cause Gary physical pain. I wince often, sometimes shudder. Yep. Okay, so next question is from XX Dabom XX, um, and they ask about getting an updated buddy list that has categorization. Uh, we talked about a UI update earlier, which would have better features for social stuff. Yep, and that would be in there for sure. Okay, easy. Yeah, uh, River Song. Can we please have the option of removing non-active player Facebook neighbors from our buddy list? Uh, unfortunately, no. That's something that Facebook controls. Yes. So we can't really do much about that. Yeah. Uh, it has to do specifically with how they're added through Facebook, yeah. and we're not allowed to touch it. Facebook just sends us your friends, and then we put them in the game. That's just how it works generally. Yeah. So uh, Facebook's API is not interactive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Facebook uh, controls very tightly what you're allowed to do with their platform, because people in the past uh, have it's taken, been abused, has been fact, abused yeah. and they've done various things that have you know not gone over well with players. So yep. they, they tightly control it. Um, Dandelion Wine asked about adding a buddy list search box, and that would definitely be in the buddy list update as well. Yes. Um, Alice says, uh, when you guys have sales, can you include the bonus item for all the OCash packages uh, in the 5 and $10 packages instead of like 25 and 55 mm-hmm. uh, The reason that they're in the packages that they are is that we have actually calculated the value of the item, mm-hmm. um, and it is a bonus that's included. Yeah. Um, it's basically designed to be a win-win. Yeah. Uh, right? Like, you support the game a little bit more, we give you a little bit something extra. 
for supporting the game more. Yeah. Uh, so that's we don't plan on that changing anytime soon. But you know, we're always happy to reevaluate. But uh, we also know that you know the the volume of people that spend five or ten dollars at a time is actually very low, and twenty dollars is the most popular package, and so that's why we can anchor it there as well. Yep. Uh, Pat Minks Padrino says, I would like a Mother's Day, Father's Day, and or Family Day theme. Do you have plans to make these? Um, we don't have active plans at the moment. We know that we kind of skipped over Mother's Day this year. And, and just so because we had the anniversary coming up and we're super packed on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were kind of, in a hindsight, it would have been nice to offer just a couple items that were kind of Mother's Day oriented. But you do have to be really careful that you don't uh, offend people because obviously, you know, certain things, you know, if for example, if we offered, say, Oh, something that a child will get their mother uh, for Mother's Day. So I remember buying my mother like an iron or a laundry basket or something like that. Something she needed around the house because that's what she wanted, right? But if you did that in this game, you know, you might end up offending people who think that's stereotypical or, you know, or not, it's not appropriate. So it kind of becomes a challenge when you do gender-based things like that. Yeah. Um, so we're very aware of that and we don't want to cause any problems for, for us or other players. Yes. Um, but that's to say, not to say that we're not against doing something like that in the future. Yep. Um. So, uh, JJ said, in episode 13, Jacob's apparently a sandwich guy, and has he ever tried a peanut butter and sweet pickle sandwich? Uh, JJ, you are a maniac. (laughs) That sounds horrifying. But I will make you this promise. I will try that this week. Um, I'm going to ask you to post on the forums, because I need a little bit of clarification on sweet pickle, because I need to know if you're talking about a bread and butter, if you're talking about a gherkin, like, what kind of pickle are we talking about? This Um, man knows his pickles. Yeah, I like pickles. Um... Also, sweet pickled onions are a Dutch delicacy, and I love them. There you go. But I'm not going to put those on a peanut butter sandwich. So if you can <laughs> clarify that for me, I will eat that sandwich. Obviously not in the office uh, due to allergies, <laughs> but I will eat that, and I will report back to you next week, assuming it doesn't kill me. Yes, I may be doing the podcast alone next week. Yep. Okay, next question is from Lindy Lou Who, and she says, Hi, guys. I was wondering if maybe you could go into detail about the new free gifts and explain the value of the bonuses and so on and so forth. Um, so we did actually go into a longer explanation of this on the forums, which yep. you can access in the how-to section, uh, where I kind of detailed the reasons why we did the feature the way we did and how, how the bonuses shake out and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, and also, players have been very active in providing solutions uh, from what they've observed of the feature too, which is really cool. Yep. Um, so you can definitely check that out as well. Um, and we're going to be trying to do that for larger features going yeah, forward. Yeah, we recognize like that it may have been a misstep not to provide some sort of picture guide for the free gifts and so yep. we we're going to try and do that for the more complicated features going forward as well yep um gold mikey ffr says are we ever going to get a theme based on a movie uh not specifically on any one movie uh, generally unless you know say disney wants to sponsor us <laughs> you know please disney yes. can we be your child yeah we'll take your disney money <laughs> absolutely that's not a everything problem. disney makes is terrific and i love them and i'm very excited about the star wars force unleashed movie coming up this Christmas. Yes. That's going to make so much money, that movie. That movie is going to make so much money. I'm so excited. Over a billion dollars. Yeah. No problem. Easily. Easily. The Avengers already did over a billion. It's Two billion. like a week man. and a half. Two billion. Um, so yeah, nothing specifically. We will do stuff that's homage. Uh, you can expect to see stuff like that generally around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, homage stuff more than direct relation. Yes, absolutely. And the final question. Is from Nancy. Yep. And that question is, when you start the VIP, could you make arrangements so we can pay through PayPal so BBG gets 100% of our money? Um, so absolutely. We plan to offer the VIP program uh, initially on yourworld.com. 
which would offer PayPal that way. Yep. Um, so that would be kind of a, a beta test. We kind of what that, the plan would be something along the lines of Euro.com goes into beta test. We invite a select amount of players to try it out. Yep. And give us feedback, and then through that as well, those, those select people would also be invited to try our VIP program, and then more and more people would be migrated over as we get feedback and as the service becomes more stable. So yep. that would certainly be something. I mean, PayPal takes around five percent of your money generally, yeah, uh, as opposed to thirty. As opposed to thirty. So I mean, the twenty-five percent really does make all the difference in the world for us being able to hire new talent and things like that. Sure does. Um, and one other thing with that too, we're actually hiring uh, new PhDs too uh, to ensure that uh, we can get to your tickets as fast as possible. But we ha- they have done a fantastic job at clearing out the backlog as well, which yes, we we're have pretty mentioned. much caught up. At this we're point. almost caught up, uh, yeah. which is super awesome. Um, but there are some things we had kind of sideline uh, that we're going to have to get back to. So having more people to look after the game will be really helpful for that as well. So yeah, the 25% will make all the difference in the world for our ability to do that. Uh, and we really appreciate that you're going to such lengths to help support us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, Nancy, that makes you our question of the week this week. That's awesome. For wanting to support the game as best as you possibly can, we're going to single you out and give you 50 yo cash. So that thanks for your sweet. support. Nice. Good job. Yeah. So our closing question this week. Uh, it is the anniversary this week. Yep. So how are you guys going to be celebrating Big Viking Games' first anniversary with Yo World? Are you going to be attending the Viking Party? I certainly hope so. Are you going to be attending both of them? I definitely hope so. Uh, are you going to be doing something special on your own? Are you going to be throwing a party of your own? Let us know. We may show up. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow out all convention. I'm going to add a second closing question. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's happening right now. Off script. Nothing written down for this. But here it goes. Okay. I'm going to write it down as you say it. Okay. I want to know what you think the biggest changes have been over this past year and the ones that you've enjoyed the most. I want to know how your world has changed and why it is, so, why it is better than it was before. And, and maybe why it's worse. I don't know. Is it worse? I would hope not. But if you have feedback any, any one way, uh, let us know about that as well. I'm very curious to know how you think the game has changed and what's good about that and what's, what's bad about it. Great question. So let us know. Okay, great. So that's it for the Your World Podcast. As always, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Yoville. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us on the forums at forums.yourworld.com. Meet us in Alton Towers. Come to a Viking party. Say hello. For the Your World Podcast, I'm Jacob. And I'm Gary. 